We are back, and it is hot outside, ladies and gents. It's hot, and I can't wear booty shorts because I gained 20 pounds. Man. I'm a fat bitch. Not the undercarriage. We need that. This is the first time I've been a fat bitch in the heat for about four or five summers. And I must say, my thighs are wet. (laughs) They rub. They do that thing where they're like, you know what I mean? And then they get darker. Black girl. Sweat in the back of the knee. Black girl issue. Hair change. So I'm still trying to give wig. Like I don't want to. Ronda did a really good job getting me together. But I just had this inkling to. You know what I mean? Because my hair. It just it's just so much. I just want to. <laughs> Ronda, I'm okay? She gotta beat it down. I'm hot. You violated, what I want to do is you violated. Guess what I want to do? Guess what I want to do? Huh? Huh? But I won't because I'm mature and I'm it a podcaster. Cr- my nigga, you look. I don't give a fuck. It's hot. It's time for braids. Look like you got a hoodie on. And again, Rhonda <laughs> is on point, and I'm not. Is there something funny going on, Rhonda? Is there something funny? Nike. It's hot and it's time for me to change my hair. You got a you got a Nike tech so wig options, on. options. A good option will probably be dreads or braids or maybe straight bags with add-ons. Because at this point the, the wig is past. I need a good shift. That's how I feel. Shift the wig. Shift it. I hate it. I want it off. If I weren't here, I would peel it off. But I'm in Tyson's and they look at you funny when you walk around with a stocking cap. I'm so uncomfortable right now. I don't give a fuck. This is me. My black woman is hot outside. This cap is grabbing the tight the back of my it's shit. It's not the wig or the hair under. It's the combination. Do you it's know what the fuck me. it feels like? Waves? Actually, I yeah, I do. do a little bit. I keep hearing Listen. this funny ass noise. What's funny? <laughs> Are you chuckling? What's funny about what's going on? And you, and what? Okay. <sighs> I look amazing. It's time to change here. Some braids are better for summer. Rhonda has dreadlocks. Let me tell you about Rhonda. This is my issue, Rhonda. Um, Rhonda comes looking better than me, and she sits behind the camera. It irritates me. Most people that do production and shit, they look bad with the big kid <laughs> No, that might be shit. what you're thinking. I, I don't think that's always the case. Nigga, do you get prepped up makeup and have people shoot you all the time? But this is what I'm saying. I have never seen a bitch overdressed like Rhonda, and it irritates me. Who's the star? She got long dreads. She look real cool. She got on a cool little shirt. Makeup all done up. Mm. Damn, you pretty. <laughs> well, you pretty, ain't you? Pretty bitch. Round my way, you know what we do to pretty bitches? That's what we do. Rhonda hands work. Stop playing. I know Rhonda can fight what? I done lost a few. Don't be looking prettier than me on my shit. And if you watched episode two, three, four, five, six, I've been asking this nigga since that. Remember back when we were in that flea market? 
where they sold cheesesteaks made of socks. Remember? Yeah. Smelt like feet in there. I can't remember what it was called. Go eat shit. What was it? <laughs> Whatever. I told Rhonda then, stop coming looking better than me. <laughs> Terrible news. They talking about the Migos broke up. I seen that. Was that real? I don't know. I don't even want to think about it. Because yeah. they family. We not doing that. We not doing that. They ain't even. It can't be real. No way. Migos. But it, from Mama. What, from what I seen, it looked like it was um like Takeoff and Quavo. And it looked like Offset on his own. That's what it looked like. But I don't know. I ain't believing it. Culture, Culture 4 might be on the way or something. That's another thing that irritates me nowadays is like, you never know if something's for real or not. You know what I mean? Like, is it a, a publicity stunt? Is it real? For the love of God, I still debate about the Will Smith, Chris Rock thing. People think that that's all a scheme. You know what I mean? You can't even smack the shit out of a nigga without nobody thinking you're playing. Speaking of Will Smith, man, remember every summer he used to come out with a big movie? No. Sorry. Your legs look good. You're shiny. Leave me alone. I'm sorry. Phelps hates when I don't know what he's talking about. If I disagree with him, let's just talk about the debate we just had. Can you die from shock? Yeah. Yes, you can. Phelps was right. I thought he was wrong. <laughs> and Phelps takes it as a personal file. Like he thinks that I'm saying it is wrong only because he's saying it. I'm saying it is wrong because it doesn't make any fucking sense. So just say I've never heard of that. I don't know. Don't say it's you're wrong. What did I say, Daddy? You said no, Phelps. That's not right. <laughs> I never said that. He's a liar. He's a big liar. He's I said liar. no. I said no. You was talking. We was talking about people uh, jumping off of bridges and buildings and all that. I said you would die from shock before you hit the ground. You said no, you can't. No, you don't. Speaking of that, I wanted to talk about that. Two really pretty black girls committed suicide. One of them was like a college student. Oh, that's sad. I think she went to school in Texas, if I'm not mistaken. You know what I'm talking about? And with her suicide, like her last hurrah on Instagram, she said almost a mirror thing to the girl that was in media that committed suicide in February or January. What Check was, on your friends, What was man. their message? like? What? It was just something like, you know, I'm sorry, y'all, I tried. But the exact words, y'all just complained about this on YouTube. I don't know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. Well, We, we suck with details. Whatever, motherfuckers. We, I mean, we trying. We're trying our fucking best. We is not the news. We're not really trying our best. We're giving C. We're giving we C not average the news. We like niggas on the porch, the, the aunt hanging out the window on the projects. We're not the real news. Number one goal of this podcast is what? What the fuck? Fired, the both of you. <laughs> to make you laugh. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This is a comedic yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. So, like, the information going to be a little off, mommy? Always. You want real deal information? Go to Fox News. Yeah, <laughs> it's like they're a bunch of white liars. <laughs> Fox News lie all the time. Oh yeah, in the real shit. Yeah, you feel me? We definitely here to just make niggas laugh. Like, I mean, that's the goal. I talk about what I what I talk about, but I want to intrigue you a bit. Some of you say I educate you, which is cool, but I want to make you laugh. Bit. I'm think lighting it up. Bit. Roll a blunt up and watch this. Watch this shit before work to unwind, especially if you got a tense situation. Watch it in the midst of giving that hole up. This might be a good, like, you put this on and get to it. Depending or, on what we're talking about. I might be laughing and still could get to it. Yes. 
like the Hitman Holler episode would have been a great one. We talked about his huge penis. No, no, no. How good he eats vagina. No, no, oh, God. No. He's such a good vagina eater. I'm not watching. Shout out to Cinnamon. She's so lucky. But I'm saying she's so little, he probably just tosses her around like here. Catch her. Throw her again. Catch her. Safely. Rhonda did it. I wish y'all could see what Rhonda just did. It was like a. It was good, though. It's getting kinky on here. I think it's the summer. Back to suicide. Suicide sucks. It's terrible. Um, if you have thoughts of suicide, if you think about it or whatever, call a line. Call a number. 1-800-SUICIDE. Talk to somebody. Somebody will answer their phone. Talk to you soothly. Don't be embarrassed about it. And check on your strong friends. The girl that killed us up in January, um, her mother was on a real table talk. And it was like, you know, it was just... She's like the per- she's the pretty one. She's talented. She's smart. She's gorgeous. You know what I mean? I always explain to people the depression because I don't think people understand depression. Depression is almost like a veil like this, right? So what y'all see open, you know, people that don't suffer from things like that. You see open, sunny room, nice day, right? You get that natural feeling when it's a nice day. Ooh, it's a good day. Depressed people don't see that. Depressed people don't see the good day or the nice day or the sun out. Or it's payday, or it's um, the weekend. Depressed people have a veil. So sometimes they might get a little glimpse, right? You can see a little bit. But for the most part, it's dark. But that's what coping tools or coping skills do for you. They open and open and open until you can see. That's all it really is. It's true. I suffer from depression. When it's like this, I have things that I might do. But ultimately... You have to find what works for you. You know, I've been around people closely that were depressed that are literally different people just on medication or just with working out. Working out releases endorphins, right? One thing I know that doesn't work is drugs. I know a lot of people that will smoke weed. I smoke weed. That's my thing. I smoke weed. Smoke weed doesn't fix and doesn't fix depression. When, if, and also, go ahead. I got a question. One thing I learned in my age now, coping skills change. So, for instance, if smoking weed helps in your early 20s, it may not help in your early 30s. Your coping skills, your coping tools should grow with you and change with you. And they have to be good for you. Nothing can come in before that. Not your family, not your husband, not your boyfriend, not your children. You have to come first for that because you can't be a good mother or friend or girlfriend or wife until you are together. Right? We advertise on here better help. That's great. Open up your cell phone and you can talk when, to a therapist whenever you want to, whenever you need to. I definitely recommend my people to talk to people and take it outside of your religious beliefs. I've seen a lot of religious tell people, no, you need Jesus and Jesus will fix it and Jesus won't fix it. Or Masjid, the Masjid will fix it, Salat, Salat will fix it. Sometimes it doesn't. You have to try different things. Some people are depressed because situations happen, situational depression, trauma, Right. Other people are just born with low fluids. What does that mean? When you're driving your car and you need oil, it tells you ding, ding, ding. Some people are born that way. My mother was depressed my whole life. My mother has been like not depressed the last five years or so, something like that. My mother can remember as early as being three, feeling sad, feeling hopeless at three. So when you think about it in a way of like that, you look at our family history and see one thing that's interesting about my family is my great grandmother, the eldest of our family, she lost it like the late seventies and early eighties. Nobody took her anywhere. Nobody did anything about it. She just went crazy. 
by the time we met her, as far as the great grands, most of us being born in the late 80s, early 90s, she was already gone. I mean, like, we would talk to her, and she was a good time, but she didn't make any sense. We would talk to her, and she would say, oh, I remember I ate mashed potatoes with Martin Luther King. You know what else she did that was crazy, was funny? She would play basketball. She'd be in the corner playing a little ball. And it's so crazy, ghetto, right? Even still, whenever it was like a street fight or something like that, she'd be right on it. She won the rumble. But besides that, she... And for the most part, what she did with most of her time was she would have composition books and she would write really small so you couldn't read it. And by the time she died, it was a room full of just composition books of just writing. You know what I mean? Her name was Pearl. I love you. We call her Boogie. And I remember we were so sad, the funeral of the great-grandkids, and we didn't even lose the grandmother that our parents did mm -hmm. because they knew her. Yeah. The mom, the matriarch, they were blessed to be able to experience her. Unfortunately, it was nobody in our family to just take her to get a pill that might have helped her or talk to somebody that might have helped her. She lost her home. She lost her car. She lost everything. She lost her mind. And that was that. Um, the big trend in my family is a lot of heartbreak. It's always a man at the core of it. I know I've joked about it on here before that there's no men on my mother's side. There aren't. Mm -hmm. Children, no men. Families ran with no men. So being a third, fourth generation of that, that's what you see, you know, having this constant feeling of wanting to fix that or not repeat that. And I think that's part of the reason why I've had these pseudo families without being married. But to me, that's the most normalcy I can see or something that I saw on television or it seemed a little bit normal versus what I grew up around. A man to help, a man to take out the trash, a man to protect the home versus bars on the window and a pistol. That's what we had in the 90s. Shout out to my mom. She tried her best. You know? Were you going to say something? Yeah. Um, I bummed you out? Huh? Did I bum you out? No. Um, with, like, depression, right, <clears throat> it seems like because the... What I hear a lot of times is like people on the outside in don't we can't kind of comprehend whatever the, the depressed individual is mm -hmm. going through, right? If if they not communicating it and we can't, how do you help on the outside looking in? You know what I mean, right? Because at the same, we've had this conversation before. Because at the same time, it's like y'all telling a depressed person to seek help, to seek help, to seek help. If mm -hmm. the depressed person could help themselves, they probably wouldn't be all the way depressed, right? So what 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 is what is if if I'm watching somebody you feel me go through what what what's the suggestion for somebody that's watching somebody go through something or how to help for me as a person that goes through like severe where I will be I'm cutting off from people I'm not talking to people I'm not answering the phone I'm not leaving my room I'm not leaving my home whatever right when people let me know that they are there it's a good feeling now not pushy so not necessarily on the door mm -hmm. but hey i'm around you need me let me know or sharing a joke you know um even texting like yo let me holler at you gotta tell you this crazy shit whatever but just the worst case scenario i hate to say the bad part um first but the worst case scenario is what happens to me a lot which is people get pissed off mm -hmm. and they take it as a personal foul 
You ain't answer my calls. Mm-hmm. Why are you not talking to me? Well, I can help you with that. Well, why you don't talk? That is like the worst case scenario. Um, a lot of times, people don't want to bring their shit on you. Like, I don't want to bum you out with my bullshit. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure I've already bummed you out with my bullshit. So it's a limit of that where I don't want to go too hard with that. So I think my answer, number one, would be to you for sure. would be like, yo, just to let a motherfucker know your presence is there. Hey, yo, I'm here if you need me. Yo, I'm around if you, if you need anything, you know, or if you want to talk, I'm around. It's just as simple as that. Not too pushy, but not disappearing, not backing off, you know. Because no matter how much they're pushing you away, that's not what they necessarily want. Most of the time they're trying to protect you from that shit because they don't want your shit to get like that. Yeah. And sometimes it's, you're embarrassed about it. It's like you can't, you can't cure the next person, you feel me? But it's like, if somebody's your friend, they got to be able to feel like it's something they could do to help. And I and I know what you're saying, like, oh, that's a good feeling, but it, what is that? Because I'm off, because like, for instance, them, them people that, uh, now I don't, don't want to just categorize, generalize that. Mm-hmm. Let's just say a lot of people that have suicide, um, suicide thoughts. Su- su- yeah, suicidal thoughts or people who have committed suicide. Isn't it a track record of people checking on them? I mean, I'm sure. I, listen, the girl that we like, talk like, about, because because aren't people like, oh, I seen them, or when I was like, you know, I'm like, where, where, it, where can they be helped? Or can, I'm, I'm not saying they're helpless, but where is it? Like, it has to be something somewhere. You feel me? I mean, ultimately, that person. And I know it's not just one answer. I'm just saying, of like, course. Ultimately, that person has to make a decision that they don't want to live that way anymore. Period. Okay. So, for instance, my mother has used whatever she used and, and came. Oh, you know, overcame that. So for her to see me, of course, it's a little frustrating. Because her thing is like, yo, this is the game plan. This is what I did. Won't you try this or whatever? I'm somebody that's never taken psych meds, and I'm like leery of it in a way. You gain weight. The fact that when you take psych meds, this might bust the depressed person that's watching this right now. You might go through three, four medications that don't work. And those medications that make you act strange or make you gain weight or make you look weird or make your hair fall out or make you not horny or whatever. That is a part of the journey. You got to figure out what works for you. And unfortunately, that's not you taking a pill for a day or a week. Sometimes you're taking this pill for two months to figure out that this shit doesn't work for you. Mm-hmm. In fact, it's horrible for you. But having the strength to, I'm going to tackle this because what is the other option? I was going to say walking around like this. You got to You got to be able to take the risk, though, right? Sometimes that person has to know that they want to do that and yeah. they're ready to do that. And that's not going to happen until then. The girl that I'm talking about, the model that worked on television, um, she had tried to commit suicide before. Like mm-hmm. her mother, her family knew that already. Her mother gets a text. It might. I think she got it like an hour late, and that fast she was gone already. By the time she called, they live in different cities. Mm-hmm. By the time she called, she had already jumped. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Off a building. Um, a lot of times, I feel like people, um, like people, will reach out for help. Like they'll have an attempt, but a failed attempt, mm-hmm. or they'll just announce it and it doesn't happen. But all of it, I think, is like a cry for help kind of thing. You know what I mean? But then you got them people that don't say nothing to nobody. They make that plan and they get the fuck up out of Yeah, that's what it's like. And they're suffering. Most of them are like, look, I don't like this. What's going on? I want to try something different. And, you know, it sounds so morbid and it sounds so like, but it's like until you experience that feeling of like darkness and like just 
that's suffering, you really wouldn't know what it feels like to want to escape from that, no matter what it is. Mm -hmm. Because we all know what this is like, but we don't know what the hereafter is like. Mm -hmm. We have faith that it's one way, but we don't really know. Now, for me, you commit suicide, you go to hell. That's what I think about. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm going to be punished for this. You know what I mean? So, I don't know, but it's a bummer. I just want to put that out there. Check on your people. Don't stop speaking to your people. Don't mirror what they're doing. Don't not talk to them. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Let them know that you're around, that you love them, that you're here. You know, don't push too hard, you know. And, um, you know, just try and read. I'm so tired of people telling people bullshit, you know, or people making their shit small, you know, or, oh, that's not, oh, girl, that is the worst thing to do, especially with the kids, the teenagers. You're saying, like, read the person, like, pay attention to them. Pay attention to them, but listen. So when this person tells you, I am fucking say I hate my life, no matter what you think they're supposed to feel, just listen. Yeah. Just listen, hear them out. I've never seen so many little kids committing suicide. It's ridiculous. These kids are getting bullied and getting, and they're literally like, I hate this. I want to die. And people are like toughing up. Like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? It's like, you can't, you can't assume that a person has the strength that you have. You just can't, you know? I, I think, um, I was, it's funny. I was thinking about like the suicide thing. Um, Kids go with what they know. You feel me? I feel like the part of the reason that suicide rates also went up too is because they started putting that shit out on TV more. For, like, Do you? If you don't, if you don't know to commit suicide, you're not going to commit suicide. Kids have learned that that's an option. You see what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying it didn't happen and we didn't have kids committing. I'm not. I'm not saying. I understand that. what you're saying. But when we was coming up, it wasn't no commercial for suicide you see what i'm saying mm -hmm. it wasn't no suicide prevention it was i'm i'm, I'm not saying it, it shouldn't have I understand been. but now but now when you turn on the tv you'll see da -da 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 -da. but i don't i don't know if that came after the, the rise or because you know a lot of times shit be propaganda you know they, they put the the, the non-smoking cigarette mm -hmm. ads out there for the reverse psychology for people to smoke you see what i'm saying yeah, so i don't is, no, no listen so i'm i'm not saying that uh Suicide is pre-programmed. I'm, I'm not saying that. I completely understand what you're saying. But I'm just saying, I wonder if if kids didn't see that that was an option, would you know? Would they even think to do that? That's what I'm saying. I, I think so. And, and the reason why I think so is because when you hate everything that's going on around you, I want out of here. So me running away is not doing that because I'm still here. So if I can figure out how to leave here, then I might try that. Yeah. The, the the earliest I ever thought about, like, had a suicidal thought, I was probably, like, eight or nine. So it's like, that's not, we, that's the 90s, that's before commercials. Like, I didn't necessarily attempt, you know what I mean, or make a real attempt, but I definitely thought, I don't like it here. Like, I didn't like what was going on. So how would you get out of here? You would die. I mean, you know that you living, you're breathing. And also, the school of thought that you're coming from is almost similar to, and hear me out, some people feel like if you teach sexual education, you'll make kids have sex. Some people mm -hmm. feel that when you bring health, use condoms, make decisions, have abortion, have adoption, that you're also introducing you can have sex. Mm -hmm. So when you think of it that way, would you rather too much information or not enough? You would rather too much, right? Too much. What you mean? 
as far as would you rather having a commercial with the suicide prevention hotline or having that television special that the kid commits tries to commit uh-huh. suicide and they learn uh-huh. versus nothing? Yeah, you got you have to. Yeah, and that's and when you think of it that way, that's why mm-hmm. it works, and that's why we 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 add on versus take away. But the the only reason I would say it like that, like I'm I'm not in the the minds or the shoes of a kid, but say if I'm going through something right and. I want to find an escape. I'm tired of this. I want to da da da. If as a kid, my options are, if I see a commercial for suicide, and it's the kids say, "Oh, that's what I'm feeling." That's what that they could go on Google, look it up, and say, "Oh, wow, it's other kids like me." This sometimes I'm I'm not. I feel like if somebody say, "Okay, it's somebody else out here feeling like that too." Okay, I'm we in the same boat. That's what we do. However, if maybe maybe if they did see something else on the other side of it, I'm just saying maybe that also could have swayed them. You know what I mean? Right, but that's why my question to you is, would you rather having the information or not? No, I'm saying they got to present it another way. Like it had I, I don't I don't know. I'm not the specialist, you feel me? But sometimes like this is what I'm saying on the outside looking in when I just see it, it just it don't look like it's uh solution based or it don't you know what I mean it just don't look like it's nothing good coming out of it it just look like suicide hotline like you know what I mean like I don't but that suicide hotline right you call that number it really it's a person saying hey you all right you want to talk no I'm not I'm not saying it's bad I'm just I don't think you're saying it's bad the presentation of it just doesn't it's, it's not giving like you like it's gonna be help here. You know what I mean? Like I'm saying, you saying when they enter the phone, yeah, but it's like the music be sad and right. If anything, just make it a black and white. Like I don't know. It's just the presentation of it to me. Just it's don't it don't look like it's gonna it's helping the presentation of it. That's what I'm saying. And I understand, but when you call that number, the person is literally like, "You, you are you want to talk?" It's just as simple yeah, as that. Yeah, I believe that. And yeah. if you're in a situation where there is no fucking person to talk to, uh-huh. you can sob on the phone. This motherfucker yeah, listen to you sob. Yeah, I believe that. And then next, this person will say, hey, I can send somebody over there to help you. Yeah. You know what I mean? They have crisis teams, not even the police, where yeah. people will just come over and talk to you, probably take you to a psych ward, but in the middle of that, they're having that. So imagine the kid in a small town with no other fucking option. Yeah. Like, all right, so that that's what I'm saying. Like, as people who going through that is the is the the whatever they putting out there, is it do they feel welcomed to it? That's what I'm saying. On the outside looking in, I'm saying it don't look like is what like is it is it welcoming to them? Shit, you gonna call that motherfucking number. Right, if that, you, that's what I was saying. Like it, you gotta it, it think about it like this. It, it, you're not comfortable enough to tell your friend. Right. You're not comfortable enough to tell your mother. Right. You're calling a fucking stranger. Right. And talking to them. Right. Worst case scenario, you just gonna say hello and hang up. Yeah. That the the voice is, hello, how are you? Yeah. Okay. That's. You know what I mean. No, I get what that's what I'm saying. I get what she's saying. How it appeals to you is going to look different than how it would appeal to somebody that's actually had felt that before. And you're looking at that commercial. Yeah. Right. Right. It made the person needs it. And no, that's what I. That's what I'm. That's why I'm asking because I'm like I'm not in in those shoes. So I'm. 
And for the most part, if not for nothing, just the curiosity of it, when you call and that voice is so soothing, it's like, oh, all right. And even if you just cry and they listen to you cry, they're like, it's okay. You all right? Yeah. You want me to call an ambulance? Yeah. Did you hurt yourself? Have you taken anything? Yeah. Have you that without that, what the fuck else are you going to do? Yeah. Like what other option? You're you're not gonna call a pastor. Yeah. You just not. If you don't even have this nigga's number. Yeah. And we talking, we talking somebody 10 years old. You don't have anything. Your mother's at work, your siblings running around. That shit come across your television screen. You got that phone number. You got a phone. Now you have another option. Hello? They absolutely positively help. For sure. Now, look, the way you broke that down was beautifully, right? Mm -hmm. For children, is there a way that they can, you know what I mean? What? I don't feel like children are necessarily just going to pick up a phone and just. Why not? If you think about oh, it. No, you I'm, think not, about I'm not it. saying they're opposed to it. I'm not saying they're opposed to it. But when kids committed suicide, like, did they speak out on it more as opposed to like an adult or a 15, 16 year old. I mean, it's, it's, it's no, it's no way to really gauge that, Phelps. But I will say that that option, uh -huh. being an option, is vital. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And, and I'm saying, in a way of look at it, if there wasn't an option, like if there's no option, there's no suicide numbers, nothing. Who are you gonna talk to? Your guidance counselor? No, listen, I know which I agree with what you're saying, but like as a kid, sometimes like. So say if you suicidal as a kid, right? One of your problems might be adults. You know what I mean? So like, if I feel like an adult is going to answer this phone, like, am I going to call and be, you know, and yes. speak to an adult? And the reason why I'm saying you would is because that's the most hopeless that you are. Yeah. So there is no other option. You have to, well, let me say, and that's why what she said is important. If you've never felt it, mm -hmm. which is a blessing, of course, yeah. but that's a hopelessness kind of thing. Yeah. You ain't got no motherfucking hope. You yeah. trying anything. Even if you're drinking bleach, like you don't have any other hope. Yeah. So that number, you motherfucking right, you probably call that number if it calls to, if it call, come across yeah. your television, you I'm, in your room alone. I just, I'm just trying to think of it like a, a solution for it to, people won't kill themselves, but I feel like the kids killing themselves thing, I just feel like it's something that could be done to slow it down or something. Yeah, I don't know. If it's a rising rate, it can be a falling rate. A, a lot of the rising rates are tied in with bullying though. And then, then bullying got more intense because social media yeah. bullying. So it's like before you got bullied in your class, on your bus. Now the whole fucking school in the other school, in yeah. the other school, you getting bullied as a unit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And parents don't know what to do. Right now, if you had a 10-year-old, right? What the fuck would you tell them? You don't know. The same way we having this conversation and you really don't know. What the fuck are you going to tell your 10-year-old when you don't know? And you paying the bills and you trying to get this nigga through school yeah. and you trying to... You know what I mean? So... But the, that's why yeah. I said I, I I mean to cut you off. That's why I like that shit with parents embarrassing their kids. I don't believe in that. Like mm -hmm. on the internet. you Because what are you... You see what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. Well, it's getting to be too much of a bummer. If you are... I, I don't know if Drake could put it under here. But if you are having some type of suicidal... Even if you don't, if you don't put the number, you could literally Google it. Call those people are pretty nice, you know what I mean? They got nice voices, like like girl sex voices, kinda. You know what I mean? Rhonda has a girl sex voice. Like, hello. It's nice. You know what I mean? Like where it's gonna work, I might get you a little ready. That know? was that was way too serious. Beat off. Like we gotta Why we gotta, not? I a gotta, person that has felt a depressed person can make depression next, jokes. Next, a person that's ever had a suicide thought can make suicidal jokes. I have a Rack of suicide jokes. That's fine. I mean, they're hilarious. Yeah, you go on suicide tour, but we're not doing that right now. Oh, nigga, I just did it. What you gonna do? We're not doing. You that. know what I mean? It's done. 
I, in fact, I said, you call the suicide number, you might jack off if yeah. the girl sounds like Rhonda. <laughs> Turn this thing around. You look for a chuckle. I ain't laughing at that. Rhonda's broken up about it. All I need is one. (laughs) All I need is one. Anyway, um, that was a bummer. We just bummed you out for 30 minutes. Maybe Drake could chop that up. That's a lot. Wow, I opened my phone. I opened my phone to this. Wouldn't that be something? Whoa. Woo, woo. Um, Listen. um, I be having questions, though. I know, and it's like, nigga, let's talk later. Like, what the fuck? We just did that for 50 minutes, okay? Now we got to change the title to Suicide Awareness. Thanks, folks. I wanted to breeze through that, okay? You're welcome. What the fuck you mean? Thank you. Anyway, um, listen, something terrible happened on Twitter the other day. Tom was canceled on Twitter the other day. I didn't know if I wanted to talk about this, but it's like, now that Tom's here, I figured that we'd talk about it. Tom, that was so, damn. Tom? Tom, Tom, fuck, he must have stepped out. Um, Tom was canceled the other day. It was ridiculous. Um, I want to gently because he's not here, but I know he he wouldn't mind me speaking about it. Tom was in a group. First of all, it's very strange because me and Rhonda had a phone conversation about people being in a chat room or like a room talking about stuff. The topic was Kevin Samuels. Whenever men had an opinion about Kevin Samuels, that was kind of opposite to what the women were thinking. Mm -hmm. Right. The women were like a team of covert spies and they would go to these guys, personal pages and find different tweets or postings where they might've been misogynistic or been, colorist, homophobic, whatever. And they was ripping these niggas apart. And Rhonda was just talking to me about it like, yo, this shit was crazy. These bitches was working as a team and da 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 And I'm like, what? That's why literally happened the next day. Tom is in a group. Tom is in a fucking group. Uh, a group with some girls, some gals. And I think they were talking about Meg The Stallion. He makes a comment they don't like. They go to his page. They find a post from 2014 and they rip my nigga to shreds. To shreds. What did the what was the old post? The post was fucking horrible. Now, cause I'm a, I mean we gonna tread lightly on this bitch. We gotta tread lightly because y'all don't fuck around. And I love y'all. Y'all like me. You know, like people attract like people. Y'all want niggas to be accountable. You gotta respect it. Okay, first of all, the I hate people. I hate this. That's done. It's popular on Twitter. You'll take a meme that's popular, that's viral, and you'll type it out. As if it's your own. A lot of people don't know Tom's history. Tom got a job for a really huge blog at a really young age by having outrageous tweets. A lot of you trolls at home, tweet, 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 tweet. You ain't got no motherfucking followers, let alone get a job. My nigga Tom was able to kind of build a little career for himself. Well, big, excuse the little, a big career for himself. Um, I'm running around it. The tweet was. (laughs) This the old tweet or the new tweet? This is the old tweet. It was a meme. It went viral. Oh, shit. I got rival food, my son. If a light-skinned girl tells you... Oh, no. See, as soon as you... Damn. Go ahead. If a light-skinned girl tells you, I'm going to fight you when I see you, you pretty much know she flirting. If a dark-skinned girl tell you, I'm going to fight you when I see you, you got to punch the bitch. (laughs) It's a horrible fucking joke. Tom Fly said that. Tom Fly typed it out. He typed Damn. the meme out. Now, Damn. 
2014, I kid you not, Tom might have been like 18 or 19, right? Let me do the maths. Don't do the math, nigga, please. Let's not do the math. This is what I'm going to say. First and foremost, it's dead wrong. Depending on what you like as a joke, that's like the that's like when they catch the the white rapper with the old niggas tweet. I, I mean, it's bad. It's yo, it's horrible, right? It's horrible, but is it cancelable? Is it is that is that the no, cancel? No. Number one, time is for sure. A lover and a protector of women. Like, he is the best yeah, is. bro ever. Like, he is a loving person. Um, not only that. I'm also stepdaddy. I mean, listen. He, he, he's. Listen. To a brown woman. Rhonda just said, and I had to say Rhonda yep. just said. I was trying not to say all that. Go ahead. Tom's girlfriend is dark skinned. She's gorgeous. She's dark skinned. Um, I don't think Tom see color. You know, we talk about women being attractive. Tom's not one of them. Oh, light skin girl, light skin girl. Not to say if light skin girls are your preference that you're a bad, horrible person. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But Tom, Tom, he yeah. likes women. Yeah. It's not a. He doesn't have a preference on color. And the girl that he's in love with, he's been with for years, raising kids with, is dark skin. Period. In fact, when he was in the middle of being canceled, he was in the middle of taking this girl to this beautiful date, spa, this that, hot tub, champagne. Listen, it's unfortunate that it came out the way it came out, but I think it's good that it did because he knows to delete that and get rid of that. And also when you're on a platform, more people are looking at you. So stuff like that matters. The part that confuses me, because I've seen a lot of people go through a lot of different shit like that. When people are on these social media apps from teens up, where is the growth allowed at? Like, so you can judge me on my tweets from when I was fucking 15 or when I was 20. If I've been on an app from 25 to 35, you can judge me at 25 and say, fuck what I'm doing at 35. It's crazy. I think the problem with it the most was the responses to it. So I started getting tweeted and people were like, you need to fire him. Da, da, da. I'm thinking you bitches talking about Meg Thee Stallion. So, you know, my response, fuck you. That's my friend. I'm not firing nobody, bitch. I never knew that it was about a fucking meme. Mm-hmm. Once I see the meme, I say, yo, it's that's bullshit. It's a horrible joke. Right now. The question is, is it funny? Is it allowed to be funny? When are we allowed to be funny and not be funny? If I laugh, I laugh. I ain't, I ain't gonna hold you. God damn it, I got suicide jokes. Like, come on. My shit is not, like, I, my sense people, of humor is fucking dark. It always black been. Black people joke at funerals. Like, I don't. Bro, that joke is not funny to me only because it was so overdone. It's kind of corny. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's, then it's like, it's kind of like you bullshit. Delivered it, you delivered it nice, though. It made me laugh. <laughs> All jokes. To listen, for the most part, right? To me, the jokes that are funny to me are the reality ones. When girls say, I'm going to fight you when I see you, they're trying to fuck. That's my personal opinion. So the joke don't make no sense. To me, dark skin girls ain't tougher than light skin girls. Tougher than most of you bitches. Anyway. Uh, fights you know what I mean <laughs> that myth for the lights you ain't gonna fight you got the wrong one I slide this week off okay yeah, we seen you. stop either way um it's just bullshit to me like listen the appropriate way to handle it you should get online and say yo that's that joke is um violent 
It's colorless. I don't feel that way. It's not funny. I apologize. But fuck off if you judging me when I was 18 or 19, bitch, because I'm grown. I'm almost 30. Yeah. You know what I mean? But besides that, what the fuck do you want? The responses I see, it's nobody trying to teach this motherfucker. It's nobody saying, well, damn, we thought you, whatever. For the love of God, you're not even taking 98% of what this nigga is. You'd rather take the 1% or 2% of a fucking tweet from 2014. That's the part that I don't fuck with y'all about. That's what they do. I really feel like people want to be angry. They want to be upset. Like, it doesn't make any fucking sense. At one point, I feel like with my people... With my people, black people, I feel like we don't have no room for that shit, that cancel shit. I feel like we don't have, it ain't enough of us to kick us the fuck out. We need to be teaching each other, loving each other, because we're tougher and we're stronger together versus apart. So why not at least try with each other first before we kick each other out? We supposed to kick this nigga out the clan? We got to just kick him off the ark? Noah's ark, two llamas, two lizards. We just got to kick Tom skinny ass off the boat just because he don't show up to the podcast. Tom, Tom, I love Tom. Y'all ain't going to make me stop being a nigga friend. Not to mention in real life when my friends make mistakes, I stick by them. When my yeah. friends fuck up, I stick by them. I'm a loyal bitch. Okay? We don't run. I don't kick nobody to the fucking curb. I got to kick you to the curb after I know you a piece of shit. I know you an asshole. I don't have friends that beat on their girlfriends. I don't have friends that have friends that beat on their girlfriends. I don't have deadbeat daddy friends. I got good niggas around me. And Tom's a good nigga. That tweet's wrong. You wrong, Tom. And you even wronger for typing out of me. What a dweeb. Like, be creative. I'm an Aquarius. I hate that. Like, you had to type out of me. I remember when that shit was popular, though. It's a lot of bullshit on the line. Just like y'all always say, like some girls have big heads and missing side teeth. I just got this motherfucker. Y'all Y'all say it about like some girls all the time. Light skinned girls that are over 30 that got missing side teeth and felonies. That's me. Hit dogs holler. It bothers me. Only it's a teeth joke going around right now online. Ron, do you want to talk about it? Well, then we won't. Then Light skinned girls won't. dark up under the ass. That's it. I had a woman told me one time I had a lady tell me one time You light skinned bitches always got runny noses Another guy told me that, that Light skinned girls Matter of fact my best friend When we first met she was like Light skinned girls um, have more STDs And their vaginas smell more I hear a lot Yeah y'all never heard that They not But you're not light skinned girls Even though my experience as a light skinned girl doesn't count It doesn't mean anything My experience doesn't count why? I don't want to talk about it. My sisters told me it don't, so it don't. <laughs> I'm tired of fighting about it. But yeah, I hope that I do that all the way right, Rhonda. As a brown-skinned woman, if you seen something like that, how would you feel? Is that cancelable to you? Because what you know trumps with the tweet. Yeah, and I also know that he sometimes plays around with Twitter like that. Mm -hmm. Definitely a troll. From a hundred years ago, Mm -hmm. I understand canceling people like R. Kelly, but I think in a small moment like that, just be like, "Yo, no, don't do that anymore." Like I don't want to cancel Chris Rock. I hated his joke, the Mm Jada. Yeah. Right. Right. Telling joke no more. It was bad. Right. Corny. It wasn't funny. It was kind of funny to me. Gina, Gina, that's whack. It's like the easiest joke. It's like calling a fat person fat yeah. to offend them. 
Yeah, she got a bald ass head. She had a small ball. I would have really went on the size of her head. He's very little, like a skittle. She has a skittle. She's a skittle head. She has a small skittle. I think little the joke was funny because I didn't hear it live. I was like, oh, what happened? It was like he called it G.I.G. <laughs> That's what I said. Mm, no, corny. I, um, I'm a fan. Um, I don't know. I, I, you know, I like funny. I don't want my comedy censor. I really, really don't. You laugh at all my dirty jokes. You was cracking up on my suicide shit. It was, it was a great segue. Exactly. Thank you. It was raining this motherfucker. Yeah, she did text me. She was about to cry. What a pussy. What a puss puss. Yeah, me personally, I don't want nothing censored. I don't want my music censored. I don't want my comedy censored. And honestly, if you feel that shit burning up in your chest, I don't think you should be on social media, really, because it's a wild place. And you see some wild shit and you're going to hear some crazy ass jokes. And if you were on this fucking tirade to like fight the world, you ain't going to do that. Believe end up angry. Whatever happened to unfollowing a person or not looking anymore. You motherfuckers look and fight with the same people every day. You know, what's more heavier than me to me than somebody tweeting somebody like that. Something where it's like they have a nightclub and they don't allow dark skinned women in. Yeah, that's the like one. that is that is an action play. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Talking shit is talking shit. I'm from Philadelphia. Like, that's what the fuck we do. We talk shit. And my jokes are foul. In fact, if you want to hear my fouler jokes, you can catch me on Patreon telling real nasty jokes. But I bow. Why did a chicken cross the road? Because the chicken was sucking dick. I want to teach a sucking dick um course. I've taught at least three or four friends how to suck dick. You don't need none. <laughs> I'm really, I'm a really good cocksucker. Like I'm really good at it. You always make me laugh, Rhonda. Me and Rhonda want to fuck each other. When women aren't having sex, do y'all still try to go out and suck dicks? No, not me. Like, you would still you still have the urge to suck dicks? Like, you ever have, like, you got, damn, I got, like, you, like, you wake up, like, damn, I want a cappuccino and give me a good, get a good cocksuck off today. Mm-hmm. Damn, you know, I got the taste. Like, well, I want to go to the gym, suck a, a dick, and do some yoga. Okay. Really? If for me to want to suck a dick, it's him more. You know what I mean? Like, I might want, like, it's like, oh, I really want to suck Jerome's dick. But for me, I got to get a good dicking after. Like, very rarely am I, like, sucking dick without a good dicking. You know what I mean? Like, I'm so selfish, I don't even suck dick on menstrual. Nope. Unless you ready to get nasty. You know what I'm saying? Lay the towel down. <laughs> Lay the towel down. It's the last thing. It's the last thing. It's a lie. I'm on day two, nigga. What's up? <laughs> Grow the fuck up. You gonna walk through mud, nigga. That's gross. I'm old, though. Kinky. Cool on the red light. Put it in my butt. You don't ever? I could wait. You know what I thought nah, was so horny. crazy? I feel like niggas be too horny. What's six, seven days, bro? Fucking forever. Not to mention when you're on your period, you're so horny. It's your business. Oh, wow, he's a fucking asshole. 
Wow. The period your business any other time, motherfucker. How come? So look, how you go when when it's horny? It's our problem, but any other thing that got to do with that is y'all. Like, come on, don't do that. No, nigga, go get me some chocolate and some pads, nigga. Alright, straight Whatever. up, like be support me through this shit, motherfucker. It's the worst time. I mean, your menstrual is a. It's horrible. It's a horrible time. It's so terrible. It's painful. I'm not, I'm not speaking on that. I ain't. I don't. You you shouldn't speak on it, love. Um, I think that's where y'all get in trouble a lot. Now you listen, speak on shit that has nothing to do with you. I just said when it comes to that, we can't say nothing. But if I say, but everything on that, I'm, 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 I'm everything else pertaining to that. Like, come on, you just contradicted yourself. Go ahead. I don't give a fuck. It's just my <laughs> menstrual. My shit is got. I'm homicidal and suicidal. So I just said, if you horny on your menstrual, that's your business. How's my business? You my man. Because the menstrual. I don't. It, 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 it's your Rhonda, business. Please help, Rhonda. Rhonda, you just no seriously. Does that make any sense to you? If 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 you talk about it in a sexual manner, you and your menstrual is your business. You're my man. Like what the fuck? The if men, we want to have the sex menstrual, you, the menstrual, you making it sexual. It's not sexual. That's a menstrual cycle, nigga. I didn't say it was sexual, hun. I said the relationship part is our sexual part. And once and once and once you say menstrual, that's oil and water. That's like I know I know that be happening. Folks, but, I know. I would say I know majority people. No, I don't know about niggas being nasty, but majority of people I know in a relationship have some kind of sexual something during the period, especially yeah. when they're in a relationship because y'all that's what y'all do. So this always, big block of time where you can't do anything, you're doing something. You always and speak, some men expect head, to be honest. You speak from a relationship, head. you know, I speak from the street, so can I tell them your dirty secret? No, wait, so you said the streets. Can I tell them what's up? Oh, oh, yeah. I don't care. I, I tell Phelps people has never that. been in a relationship ever, not once. Nope. So then when you think about his thing, like his pattern of thought, doesn't it say a lot? Fucking tard. Okay, so I don't got no baby moms. I ain't break no hearts. I could go back on anything. Damn near. It's time though, baby. It's, would you say what, it's time? What is the, what does that mean? It's time to try it out, motherfucker. To go with one, to go with one woman and have a relationship, you don't think it's time? I still got, you mean, a couple more? Years. I don't got no gray hair yet. <laughs> Listen, okay, look, let's whatever, whatevs. Um, <laughs> this was a wild episode. I think I'm gonna do the sucking dick course on the Patreon as well. Whatever, I just needed them to know that. Um, I have a voicemail. I think I do. Are you ready? I want you to say, yeah. And I tell Thank you, Randy. You're the only one. Hey, Mona. Um, I got a little bit of a question slash for your advice. Um, I am talking to someone that is clearly in a relationship, but I just got out of a relationship myself, and I'm really not trying to jump back in with anyone. I'm just trying to chill. And I feel like with this dude, it's, like, easy, like, he texts me all the time, but I don't got to pull up. I don't really got to do too much because he got a girl. But I'm kind of feeling bad in the fact that I don't want my karma. It's like the karma to come back to me, if that makes sense. Like, do you think you I should be cautious? Like, I don't know. What's your advice? Sorry. Thanks. What's the question? What was the question? I don't get it. She don't know whether to keep dipping or not because she don't want karma to come back on her ass, but she already dipping. So 
Give me one. Give me one more chance, please. Hey, Mona. Um, I got a little bit of a question slash for your advice. Um, I am talking to someone that is clearly in a relationship, but I just got out of a relationship myself, and I'm really not trying to jump back in with anyone. I'm just trying to chill, and I feel like with this dude, it's, like, easy. Like, he texts me all the time, but I don't got to pull up. I don't really got to do too much because he got a girl. But I'm kind of feeling bad. You are absolutely positively, absolutely 100% wrong um, for talking to somebody that's in a relationship. Karma counts. You are out of your relationship right now. Bitch, you will be in a relationship at some point, and it does come right back on you. When I was a kid, I could play the side joint. 2021, rest in peace, Nino. I, I did that. You know what I mean? But as far as my age now, I can't. Right. Some of you bitches been a side bitch so long, you automatically shut the fuck up when the phone rang because you can't talk and you can't call. And you got to see the nigga on the 15th of February and the 26th of December. Lord Jesus, ain't you tired? Don't you want your time on the main stage, girl? You, 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 you deserve it, Shaguita. You ain't got to be somebody mashed potatoes or string beans all the time. You a goddamn piece of steak. I think it's wrong. I think karma's real. And I think almost every time you play with that, it comes right back on your motherfucking ass. And it's worse because you chilling. You ain't even looking for a relationship right now. So two, three years from now, you get in a relationship. And voila, big butt Buffy fucking your boyfriend from around the corner. You run into this bitch at the dog park and she got your man. Giving all that ass to him, and you ain't got no ass. SpongeBob SquarePants. He go over there to smack them cheeks. <laughs> Her ass fatter. Her Damn. chicken fried harder. That dick suck better. Gong, gong, gong. And she quiet. This motherfucker. At the end of the day, it's wrong to fuck with people in a relationship. It's not right. Don't do it. Especially if you're just fucking around. Leave that girl's man alone. I ain't into it. It's not my thing. Married niggas, boyfriends, I don't fucking do it. So that's my advice. Leave that shit alone. And yes, it will come back on you. Yes, it will. Yes, it will. Fuck karma. Just the energy on it. It ain't right. Okay? Do I have a DM? I do. I do have a DM. Hey, I started watching your podcast and you said something about girls keeping babies when the dad don't want the baby. I have a question because I have my daughter with someone who didn't want me to have her. So I told him I didn't want nothing from him and he won't hear from me ever. He then changed his mind. Now, six years later, he's making my life a living hell. So like in your opinion, what would you do? The baby is here. That is half his baby. For love of God, if the nigga get a couple dollars, he's taking your black ass to court. There's nothing you could do about it. The only way that you can protect yourself in this way, when you say to the guy, look, you don't want to do with it, he got to sign them rights off right then and there. Legally, legality. Mm -hmm. If not, it's free range. Now, if this motherfucker is not taking those steps legally, then fuck it. Keep playing games with him and run around if you want. But do remember that that 
daughter is going to be 13 with a period. And she's going to ask you a motherfucking question with her head cocked like this. And she <laughs> found this nigga on Facebook. And he tells her that you're the reason why y'all can't talk. These little children are not property. They're not owned. They're people. Mm-hmm. And kids want to know their motherfucking daddies. Mm-hmm. Think about it that way. The teenagers you're going to talk to, the adults you're going to talk to. Think about it in that way. And Niggas no, not supposed to be able to come back and forth, moms or dads, but do it the right way and they make that motherfucker sign a dollar line. They don't want nothing to do with that kid. Damn, I'm good at this. See you next week. Oh, manifestation. What are we manifesting? What are we manifesting? Huh? Huh? Voiceovers again? What? Phelps to get a girlfriend. No, they going wild Me, out. probably me. And, um. No. And repentance from time. It's time is secret. Repent. Please forgive time. Summer. Lord, we can't get can We just started. Please don't cancel us. We's a ties and Lord and no, we's a team, Lord. You can't cancel. We just pulled niggas from Philadelphia. He didn't mean I that. I need my girlfriend to be 48 with six figures. He just need a girlfriend because it's getting weird. It's getting weird. All right. Now you just call him. I call him a weirdo. Fuck you. All right. <laughs>